Blog Talk Radio. You know, sometimes there's so much to say. La, 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 la. But I'm going to just let the music out
to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Yes, we are here on purpose again this evening celebrating the Nguzu Sapa, this Kwanzaa. So glad that Hunter Chillin' to join we one more again. But we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio where you know all the we the love Hunter Chillin' with this sense of purpose. So we thank Brother Vujibantan for that version where we most of we don't know the one from third world and things like that. And now that we family cross the sea. So we thank Hunter Chillin' for joining we one more again, yeah. Panisha radio station about the Gullah Geechee. So glad that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition still a sponsor this year's show. And you can find we at gullahgeechee.net. And you know, every time we just start, we want to take one moment a silence for we ancestor them. And for this evening, we want to give this moment of silence to all of them that had the sense of purpose for continue for fight for freedom. Ashe. Ashe, Ashe. So this evening, so glad that Hunter Children to join. We one more again as we grind forward just a little bit further into the Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, most done, done. 2014, most done, done. But you know, we movement forward only begun. So if Hunter did with we all these your days so far, and thing like that, then you done light, or you have to relight the seedling, your moja candle, that is the one right in the middle of the kinara. Then you go and light the one to the left of that, the red one for Kuju Jacolia. Then you go and light the one to the right, what is the green one, for Ujima. Then you go and back on it to the left get, light the next red one for Ujima. Then, honey, light this year one to the right for Nia, purpose to restore African-American people to their traditional greatness, to be responsible to those who came before, in other words, to our ancestors and to those who will follow our descendants. So when we talked yesterday about Sankofa, go back and fetch it. If Hone and know it, Hone the dear from Hone and Gwai know it, Hone the Gwai. It is a circular movement. In African traditional ideology and cosmology, we deal with what is called the cosmogram, and that's why you'll see in a traditional Gullah Geechee Nation libation ceremony that we do all four corners of the earth, all four directions, north, south, east, and west, because we are moving in a circle. If you see the way that the Sankofa bird is represented, its neck is bent backwards while its body is flying forward, but it makes a circle because we of the present are connected to those of our past, those in the future. Birth, life, death, afterlife are those four points on that cosmogram that are represented when we deal with the four corners, all right, and we deal with those four directions. So to be holistic One cannot just be individualistic. You cannot believe somehow you birthed yourself into the world unless you speak from the God within you giving you life, okay? But you physically did not birth yourself into the world. It took a male and female element to connect, and then after that connection, there had to be a gestation period. You gestated somewhere, and then 
you came forth into this world. And we pray that if you came forth and have been here for a little while, that you've been on a seeking journey that is often a spiritual one, even when people don't recognize it as a spiritual one. And that is finding purpose, you see. And it's critical that people have purpose because without it, they often are floundering. They're often flipping side to side, color to color, back and forth. On the chilling with dear from you, y'all understand that one. And they are not going in any one direction. They're all over the place. So it's interesting tonight, before we get into a little bit more of a closer examination of purpose in terms of the Nguzu Saba, the seven principles that we're dealing with throughout Kwanzaa, and you can go back and listen to the other broadcasts, either in iTunes where you can download this show for free or at blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. There is no I in Geechee. Now, when we go into talking about purpose, it's always interesting to me to go back in time and see what some of the people who are now in the ancestral realm may have thought about or said in regard to purpose. So it's interesting to come across the quote from Wilma Rudolph that said, When I was going through my transition of being famous, I tried to ask God, why was I here? What was my purpose? Surely it wasn't just to win three gold medals. There has to be more to this life than that. And if you don't know who Wilma Rudolph is, but you just heard me mention those three gold medals, that's your homework. You can go Google W-I-L-M-A and then the last name R-U-D-O-L. P-H, yes, that's the teacher in me. I'm not going to tell you who that is tonight. Now, I follow up this quote from Sister Wilma Rudolph. When I was going through my transition of being famous, I tried to ask God why I was here. What was my purpose? Surely it wasn't just to win three gold medals. There has to be more to life than that. With this quote, God and nature first made us what we are. And then out of our own created genius, we make ourselves what we want to be. Follow always that great law. Let the sky and God be our limit and eternity our measurement. Now, that quote came from the Honorable Mosiah Marcus Garvey. All right? And so I thought it was very appropriate to quote Marcus Garvey tonight, given the opening music that I used as well, when we're going to focus on making our collective vocation, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness, our focus tonight, which that is the definition of Nia that we use for Kwanzaa with the three A's. Now, it's interesting because... One of the other quotes that many of you who are Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fans will see me put up from time to time is the Marcus Garvey quote, which may be one of his most famous quotes, Up, you mighty race. So now we're talking about pushing upward, but with that collective, once again, that word has been repetitious throughout this week, right, and throughout this celebration. But then... This time we're dealing with collective vocation. So y'all can go back and listen to how I dealt with the word collective and the word cooperative when we dealt with Ujima and Ujama. But now I want to deal with this word vocation. 
Vocation is a noun, life's work, mission, purpose, function, profession, occupation, career, job, employment, trade, craft, business, line, line of work, meter. It's a strong feeling of suitability for a particular career or occupation. A person's employment or main occupation. It's a trade or profession. Now, what's interesting about when we look at the definition in the American English dictionaries that says a person's employment or main occupation, they also put especially regarded as particularly worthy and requiring great dedication. So let's think about that. If we make our, and our in this case of people of African descent, in particular, with the Kwanzaa, with the three A's, we're referring to people of African descent within the United States of America classified as African American. That is what the additional A was added for. Afro-Americans now called African American. Okay? So now, to make our collective, that means the whole group, the whole set together, vocation, make our collective main occupation that we find particularly worthy and requiring great dedication, the developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine the magnitude of the job? But can you also imagine the positive outcome of the job, of the vocation, of the occupation? you occupied your mind, your spirit, your focus daily with developing the community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. What a task, but what a brilliant task. Traditional greatness up, you mighty race. Traditional greatness was having your own families together and taking care of Hunter Chilla. Having your own houses that you built collectively, as I mentioned the other day putting in a joint effort into that process. Having a community where you didn't have to think about locking your door because nobody else in the community was going to be stealing anything from you. No one was going to enter your property to do you physical harm with a gun, a knife, or through rape or any such violence. Okay? If there was a physical confrontation, guns weren't brought out against your own people and against your own community. If we go back further beyond past the time of the inception of the Gullah Geechis as an ethnicity in North America's soil on the Sea Islands from Jacksonville to Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Florida, and we go further back and we go past the Caribbean where the songs tonight and the quotes tonight emerge from the souls of those soil, and we go back to the motherland and it were in its traditional greatness, then we would have villages and communities that were run by people of knowledge and people of spirit, people who were chiefs and chiefesses, queens and kings, who were Jele and Jele Musa, people who now were respected within the context of their community. So once again, once they earthed something, and in particular the women earthed things, the same way you, had to, you couldn't give birth to yourself, 
a woman had to bring you into this world. Now, here it is that as the women earth the vision for that village, for that community as a whole, it went forth because there was respect given for what was coming through the vision. Because the vision now was the purpose that everyone was to serve. So now if we were to go back to Cush and we were to go back to Timbuktu, we would go back to Kemet on the times when people had not raped and pillaged the pyramids and the other things that are there, and we look at the things that were created. We go back to Ethiopia and we look at the spiritual practices that emerge that Christianity is truly built out of the Coptic Church. If we go back and we look at the traditional greatness, then no doubt we would agree with this principle that there is a traditional greatness, number one, that we could dedicate ourselves to, that we could make our vocation to get back to. But one would have to know your story to recognize this. Another homework assignment. You heard me mention this book a little while back. Get the book, Stolen Legacy. Stolen Legacy. Read that. Then you can email me, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, GoGeeko at AOL.com. Now I want to go just a little bit deeper into vocation, given the fact that I went and touched on the Ethiopian Coptic Church, because the word vocation was actually a comes from a Latin term, a call, summons. Now I know most of us don't want to hear, but no summonses. I get you. I feel you. A call. In the Gullah Geechee community, we have a call, there's a response. We don't just put out calls just to be calling, okay? A call requires a response. So here it is, this word vocation comes from the call to which a person is specially drawn, for which she or he is suited, trained, or qualified. Once again, we go back to the qualifications. Those chiefs, the chiefesses, the kings, the queens, were because they were spiritually and physically and mentally qualified for those positions, not because somebody just decided they want to challenge something because their ego said so or because I don't want to have to listen to somebody else, I'll just oppose them. That's not how that works, okay? They're suited, trained, or qualified, or all of the above. Now, interestingly enough, the meaning of this term originated in Christianity, the word vocation. So again, it goes back to spiritual calling that was there in the very beginning, in the very root of talking about purpose. So we go into this non-religious holiday now with another focus, with a renewed focus, with a renewed effort of responding to the call, responding to the collective vocation of building and developing our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Now, I know y'all say, well, wow, how are you going to do that when you got people out here calling themselves and believing themselves to be the N-word and all this kind of thing? All you do is plant the seeds. You plant the seeds of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Leave it to God to let it grow. In due time, for the soil that is worthy of receiving it to gestate within, it will grow. You'll know by the actions, the deeds, the words, the work that comes from 
that soul that that soil is a part of, okay? So that is when we can truly get into restoring African-American people to their traditional greatness, to be responsible to those who came before us because our elders and our ancestors left us with a charge, left us with a charge to keep with a duty to hold on to things. And in particular in the Gullah Geechee Nation, one of the things that I have seen elders die a heartbreak from is the loss of land. They didn't leave their houses and their land that they work for $20 a week or less here for you to bulldoze it because you want to go into debt someplace, taking out a mortgage, and then actually including the land with it. And that means by virtue of putting your entire family back on an auction block because the bank will own it if you don't pay for it. So don't say you own your house when you have a mortgage because the bank owns that house. And if you put up the land as collateral, then the bank owns the land. That's how we've had land loss. Why? Because people did not know who they were, what their traditional greatness was. Part of the traditional greatness was independence, self-sustainability, not having to grind nowhere and beg for nothing. They didn't have to go down and get food stamp because food stamp, number one, didn't exist. Okay? Number two, when it did come along, People still didn't have to go get it. Why? Because their food was stamped in the ground by their feet covering them seeds up in the little holes. Okay? Their food came out the creek because people weren't building all around them and polluting it because the same people who lived around them were their own people, Gullah Geechis, who understood that they were going to stay on that land for generations. So why would you pour poison into your own plate? Doesn't make sense. So now, we also owe it to those who left these things to us to do right with these things in order to make the place better for those who are coming behind us, those who will follow, who are our descendants. We are the descendants of our ancestors, and we have descendants if we have children, grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, and down the line. So if you've worked and strived, to have something to leave behind, you would want them to cherish it because of the hours you put in, the money you put in, the blood, the sweat, the tears that you put in as you've worked in your occupation, as you worked in your vocation individually. So much less imagine what happens if we couple all that energy, we couple all the financial benefit, we couple all the mother with and things like that. Collectively, we use this now to work to benefit our people of African descent, to uplift this mighty race, to bring us back to traditional greatness. Poverty was not our calling. So don't let somebody make you believe that. I understand the indoctrination, especially if you went to the American school system and made you believe from a small child that you were the descendant of something called slaves, which were not human beings. They had no humanity. They had no culture. They had no tradition. I know what you were taught. I had the same books that jumped from some slaves being brought from someplace to being enslaved to all of a sudden Lincoln setting them free and then Martin Luther King Jr. was born. But that is not accurate. It never was accurate, and it's incorrect for you to continue to have that within your spirit because there's too many 
mechanisms by which you should have already known by now that that's an untruth, to put it lightly. So let us not still carry that scar. Let's heal that already. Let us now make a choice that because we know better, we'll do better. So we know now that there are things that are left to us to do and that we can do it much more easily if we do this together, if we make this our vocation, if we work together with a sense of purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. That's going to take blood, sweat, tears, money, intellect, your gifts. It's going to take all of that, time, energy. We need you to bring these things in as part of the collective work, wherever you may be. If you be somewhere else in the world and things like that, you're getting me this evening, I'm glad for that. So it doesn't matter. You can be in Britain right now. You can be in the U.K. hearing this broadcast. But if you are a person of African descent, a person of the African diaspora, don't tell me there's not somewhere where there's a black community where you're located that you can't go to and contribute in some way. I'm sure you can probably contribute in more than one way financially, mentally, spiritually. I think a lot of us can do all of the above. And if you are on Facebook, please make sure to go and become a fan of not only Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, but the sponsor of this broadcast, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition dedicates itself daily to the collective vocation of the building and rebuilding of the Gullah Geechee communities in the Gullah Geechee Nation in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. When we leave the Gullah Geechee Nation and we take things such as our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival to other parts of the African diaspora and other various areas in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and you can find more info about it at info. we go with the purpose of supporting other institutions and other communities of people of African descent. So if there are hotels, if there are restaurants, if there are there are cultural centers there, we go there with the intent of spending money there, with the intent of sitting down breaking bread with the people, with the intent of sharing some spiritual energy with the people. If there's a project that we can do to work on together there, we do that. Interestingly enough, the group that we see the least coming here during Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month, which is March, which is when colleges are out for spring break, and we have numerous colleges come from around the country, and some students come from around the world to give their time and their energy to the Gullah Geechee Nation in March every year. The least students that we ever see, we don't usually hear from any of the colleges that are HBCUs. We don't. Now, we have had other groups who are environmental partners, like Keeping It Wild, out of Atlanta, that has come and brought students to us from Spelman and from Morehouse in their group. But it's a rare occasion that we actually hear from an HBCU. 
We have Africana Studies classes, such as the one at North Carolina State University, who has been a longtime partner that has worked with us from cleaning roads to archiving documents. Again, being part of the collective vocation of the rebuilding, the building, and developing at our community and in our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. And the way we do it is we have to teach them, that's why the archive is so important, what our story has been so that people have that within them to go forward with, to fly forward, Kofa Bird, carrying that egg, that egg that has yet to gestate, that has yet to open its shell and be able to reproduce. The same way we've talked about the seeds and this being a celebration of harvest, we have to first plant the seed in order for us to harvest. We have to first have the plan built, the vision written and made of what it is that we are building, what it is that we are developing in our communities, our institutions that are there, our organizations that are there as people of African descent, before we can say, hey, come help us do this. Because people will get there and look at you and say, well, what are we supposed to be doing? So we need to be clear on what that is as we make this call for the family to come together with purpose, on purpose, stay focused, continue the journey. Because truly, as Queen Quet, chiefess and head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, hostess of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, I not only love the Gullah Geechee Nation, but my African people around the world, I love you with a sense of purpose. Harambe! 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 Thank you. 